Ultra. back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where where we're going, we don't need words as we (laughs) analyze and celebrate Spider-Man 3, one last dance at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, We're we're here, folks. This is the the last minute of the film itself proper. Yes. Minute 134. Uh, It begins with Peter extending a hand to Mary Jane. And it ends with them dancing cheek to cheek as we fade to black. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Spider-Man 3. Um, I, uh, I, I hate this ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate it for one reason that like they can't help. Okay. Which is that this is the end of this series. This is how it ends. Yes. Yes. Right. That's not their fault. They can't really do anything about that. Um, we'll talk more about that tomorrow's minute, mm-hmm. but um, it's it's frustrating as someone who really like gave their heart to these movies that this is the end of them. Mm-hmm. This is it. It's like whimper, whimper. Yeah, yeah is heartbreaking. Um, so there's that, mm-hmm. uh, and then I just I hate it because it's absolutely meaningless. It's Be- cheap. It's cheap, and it's and it's meaningless, and like. It it doesn't give you anything satisfying in any way, and it mm. feels like they felt the response to the ending of Spider-Man Two was so strong that they're like, "Well, let's do that again. Let's have another sort of like emotionally ambiguous ending." Mm. And so they did, but it's like it's the same but worse because it's like we don't not like this, not like this. <laughs> Right, because it's like I don't, I don't understand what they're even trying to say, and I don't know that they know what they're trying to say. Like, I get that he's putting the hand out, yes. to be like, "I'm sorry," but he doesn't say, "I'm sorry." No, but she takes his hand anyway, and they dance. But she's supposed to be singing a song right now. She's like in the middle of singing a song. She's working. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's like, like what are they dancing to? Do the people just keep playing? I don't know because it's like. It's like if she worked at Target and he came to Target and they just started like dancing at Target. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know what are you doing? Um, I, I I like go go to work. Like you're supposed to be working. Oh man, I just had a horrible flashback to like high school. Yeah, when I like. I asked a girl out to prom while she was working at Walgreens. Oh boy, yeah, that was a bad move. Wow, yeah, that was a bad move, Zach. <laughs> this is that. Yeah, it is. I was like 16, man. This is like, these grown adults doing this nonsense. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, are they? Yeah, yeah, are they? Are they grown I don't adults? know. We can't tell. Where even are they, we? They, they live in a well realm between ages. Yeah, it's almost um, like maybe they had like dialogue here written and the leads were like, this doesn't work at all. Yeah. At all. Like, at least we can have some 
workable ambiguity if we just we'll just see it all with our eyes, Sam. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay. But then they don't. Then they, they don't, don't pull it off. It's. I mean, it's there because I don't know what this means. Is this them saying goodbye, or is this <sighs> is this saying like let's forgive each other and be together again? I l- is this a happy ending? Is I, this I, a sad ending? Is this a bittersweet ending? I l- I, I, I lean don't know. towards reconciliation just because it's. See, I lean toward the opposite. Well, that's funny. There's nothing. Uh, it, it, it's not really in a fully romantic space, I guess. So right. That's fair. That like. That might lead you. I mean, it's valid interpretation. Yeah, because they're not telling me anything. Um, <laughs> it, it, for me, it sort of felt like a. Uh, all right. In broad, vague strokes, like yesterday, we saw each other and like recognized a lot of the hurt and the pain that we've dealt with mm-hmm. together, me and MJ or whatever. And then remembering the connection and their history and their love for each other. And that like, I mean, this stuff would work better as if we'd say said before, if we had ever gotten to see more of their functional relationship, right? that we're like, we're coming back to some sort of like status quo that we never got. Right. Maybe this would be meaningful. Maybe this would work. We've only ever seen like the start and dissolution of their relationship. Maybe the music will get us most of the way there, I think is what they're trying. But they, so they, they don't reconcile in a like big dramatic, like kissing while like the, you know, score swells and whatever type right. of thing. So I guess it's just like a, support i you know yeah we've been there for each other thing i guess but even that is that's the best case scenario and it's murky yeah yeah it's not ambiguous it's murky it's murky that's the that's the problem is like none of it works like that doesn't make it ambiguous like the thing that makes the ending of uh the second one uh ambiguous yeah well that's not even ambiguous that's more intriguing intriguing yeah yeah i'm just like oh okay yeah the slightly uh like oh maybe like the the graduate ending like that's, right, right yeah that's right. kind of what it it's trying to do where uh, th- whereas this is like I it's just murky it doesn't it's it's like I don't know if they're getting together I don't know if they're saying goodbye personally I this feels like goodbye to me this feels interesting. like interesting to me this feels like the relationship is over and like there's nothing they can do to salvage it it's oh, just gone wow yeah okay and, and all this, right and then this is him coming to her to basically be like i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that it ended this way yeah but like i don't see them getting back together anytime soon that was the reason that when interesting yeah that's the reason why in my um weekend bugle special that i did where i pitched a spider-man returns movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's why i don't have them together in it at the beginning of it they get together at the end because to me they're done here they've they have grown apart they can't they can't reckon together because one, she has no business being in New York. She needs to move to LA. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's not a stage actress. No, she's not. She no. needs to be in movies and TV she and stuff like that. She should have been going for that from the beginning. I mean, yeah, uh, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but like that's that to me, this movie should have ended with her saying like, I'm taking this opportunity to do something I probably should have done a long time ago. And move to LA and try mm. to be in movies and TV and stuff like that, because all they have in you know in New York are like the procedurals and soap operas, <laughs> like that's it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's fun procedurals, but yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. But like, that's not where you want to end up if no, you want to no, no, be no, an no. actor. If you're trying to do film and television. 
you can shoot several things in New York, but you want to be casting things out in L.A. Right. You know, right. be out here for the meetings and whatnot. Even even uh, even most of the procedurals that shoot in New York, they still cast in L.A. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like to me, like that's how this ends. And then they go their separate ways and mm. he has to start a new chapter like of like what now? Now what? Because I, I, I because of the choices I made. Yeah. I lost my partner in this, the person yeah. I was sharing this burden with. So now I'm back to just being me again. And what do I do? What do I do? Interesting. Yeah. I would love to hear um, on the on the Facebook group what people's initial interpretations of this ending were when they saw the film. Yeah. Cause I think because it's murky, you're kind of left to flounder on yeah. your own. And, um, I think one of the reasons I took it as like a uh, reconciliation or, uh, you know, let's find a, a new way to have this relationship, but not in the way we had it before mm-hmm. type of thing is, is just based on the fact that we don't have any messaging really of, meaning between their interaction or what they say to each other because they don't or what they're expressing because it's blurry uh the only thing i have to go on to search for meaning here Mm -hmm. is the music Mm -hmm. and and what music we get is that we go back to the uh i think it might be a slight reworking of it but it's the uh danny elfman it's the danny elfman (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's the danny elfman mj and peter uh like like romance music, right? Right. So this is the music playing. The first time we heard this like arrangement was all the way back in 2002 with the two, just the two of them talking in the backyard. Right. That's where this music comes from. Right. And the, if I'm searching for meaning here emotionally, it, it if we're using this thing, I think we're, I'm going to read a similar emotion there, which is the idea of them coming together or mm-hmm. like appreciating each other in that way for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like this is the music that's playing when, you know, oh, well, even so, you know, like uh, it, the first time we heard this, it's when uh, this exchange happened with Peter and MJ, um, which we said was the single scene around which the success of the first film kind of hinged. Right. Them meeting in the backyard and him saying, sometimes, you know, people, you can just see, what's coming for them uh and he him being the first person that supported her dream mm-hmm. and her being like you know you're taller than you look right like that that's where we are that's what we're at least referencing here mm-hmm. and then we come back to it in the second one with the uh you know oh boy yeah and you're such a mystery and whatnot i don't know well but the, <sighs> but the thing about it is like i i feel like there is a universe in which this movie is there there's nothing Yes, you can you're referencing that, but mm-hmm. I think that you're I feel like you can take the wrong emotion from that, which mm-hmm. for you it's like, okay, so we're back to like where we were before, like the mm-hmm. you know, like that really positive place and like we're growing a relationship again and mm-hmm. they they destroyed it, but now they're going to rebuild it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of but to me, I think there's a world where this movie works really well in a way like but with their relationship uh-huh. which is to say they're not ready for this yet right right like they are not capable of growing together because they both need to grow separately, separately. before yeah. they can because her career is falling apart mm-hmm. but she can't leave new york because she's with him and he only operates in new, in york, new york because he's spider-man yeah yeah right and so she's trapped in new york a city that kind of doesn't want her Ooh, yeah and, and and so she needs to 
grow <laughs> and her career she needs to focus on her career she needs to make that work yeah and the only way that's going to happen is in los angeles for her yeah and unless she wants to be a singing waitress in a jazz club forever um which would be the saddest ending <laughs> well i'm married at least um like that's mm. gross mm. and bad yeah and peter needs to get a better handle on the spider-man stuff mm-hmm because he isn't doing well with it. Yeah, he needs to integrate his life more. Yeah, with yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Those those uh those breadcrumbs are there. The through lines really there. Yeah. It's just not really dramatized very much. Right. They should have leaned more on it. Right. And this could have meant at least something. Right. Because to me, what bringing up that set, that music is <laughs> is them. They're embracing each other and the music is happening and it's meant to like represent them remembering their relationship, mm-hmm. looking back on it, like mm-hmm. being like, oh, that that was nice. Like all of this was nice, but yeah, it's over now. Yeah. Like that's what it feels like. like to thanks me. for being the person that supported me through all this. Right. Type of thing. But like yeah. it's time to we, we, we need to grow and we can't keep being those. 17 year olds in the backyard anymore yeah like we need to be adults and we can't do that together and if you know this movie has been up to now uh, kind of allergic to the concept of subtlety we've Uh rung that bell many times uh you would think if this was intended to be fully like reconciliatory that they'd go more obvious with it yeah she would kiss him she would kiss kiss him and they would you know something yeah something Something like that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's also an interesting choice that it ends with him not being Spider-Man. Yeah, we don't have a... uh, We don't have a Spider-Man. Spider-Swing. That's part of the reason why I feel like this is so unsatisfying is because even in Spider-Man 2 with that ending with Mary Jane, we get Spider-Man stuff. Mm -hmm. We get the feeling of like, okay, he's back. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be okay. Like He's Spider-Man. Everything is great. But like, and then it's like, oh, but Mary Jane is feeling kind of funky about this. Yeah. You know, so that like, like, oh, well, the possibilities, the stretch beyond right, this moment. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's, there was an interesting thing to leave us with, but mm-hmm. here he's just Peter and yeah, um, it's, I don't know. I, I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what they're trying to. I don't I don't know what the what the purpose of this is. Like I I like the idea of it being a uh uh you know let's agree that this is this is done like but let's say let's let's spend some time with it and say goodbye mm-hmm. properly. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. and let it go. Um I think that's fine, but I think that there were, were better ways to interpret that. Yeah. If that was what they're going after and I think that there was there would be better ways to do it that also involve Spider-Man. Spider-Maning. Yeah. Spider-Man film. Yeah, because that's been like a a staple of the films till now is that feeling that like, well, at the end of the film, they send you out the door with that soaring feeling. Right. You know, about swinging through the streets right. of Manhattan or whatever. Because that's the other reason that in um that, again, going back to like my pitch for the Spider-Man Returns thing. Yeah. That's the reason why I had him not being Spider-Man. Like he wasn't Spider-Man since... Because it feels that like, event. yeah, yeah. Because it feels like he's done. It feels like he retires or something. Yeah, essentially. I mean, the, la- the last time we saw him even like remotely suited up, his mask is gone and his costume is torn to shreds. 
Yeah. There's no real textual evidence that he could go Spider-Man right now if he wanted to. Right. You know, like we've hand waved that in the past, but at least they show it. Right. With him, oh, I'm back at back being Spider-Man. Right. It feels like it's done. That's really weird. Um, it's just it leaves you with a really weird feeling of like, I guess this is it. Yeah. The la- the last image of Spider-Man, the character in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, is. Peter Parker dancing in a jazz club. Yeah. Yep. yeah. He's dancing with a girl this time, but yeah, slow dancing. He's slow dancing. It's, mm. and it's like a tight close up of him, of his face. He's got like a little, tiny bit of a smile. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Parker dances, but this time it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just this weird, like bittersweet moment that I, I just don't, I don't think it works really at all. Because, yeah. like, I'm saying all these emotions and all these things, but it's not crystal clear. We're just sort of throwing things out. Yeah. Like, it, it's not clear in the moment. I'm, I'm telling you how I interpret it. Yeah. I don't know that that's what they're going for, and I don't know because I don't know what they're going for. No. I'm just either. guessing because based on, like, what I have, the, my interpretation of it. But, like. Same, man. I don't. I don't like it as an ending to this series. I don't like it as an ending for this movie. For, like a movie, a movie like level one. I don't like this as an ending to a movie. This is kind of blah. But as like the capstone to this like super meaningful trilogy of like, films. trilogy of films that like changed like the landscape of blockbuster filmmaking. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Like this is how we go out. It's just kind of. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. It is a bummer. I don't know. I don't know, man. I. This is, it's been, it's been educational in a lot of weird ways. I, I, I feel like I didn't expect it to be this, um, to feel this conflicted at the end of it. Yeah. To feel this, like, frustrated with the film itself. Yeah. 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 Um, it is frustrating. I mean, and it's always been a frustrating film. And I think it's frustrating because we can see a version of it that works. Yeah. Um, because we care. And know. we care. Yeah. Like if this was just like a bad movie, you know, at, at this point we could be laughing along with you know whatever Tom Hardy's doing uh, in his like crazy Venom. Like, <laughs> right. So, so this is so weird. I don't know. This yeah. Is so weird. Yeah. But this is. It's not just a bad movie. Right. I don't know if any bad movie is just a bad movie. Capital J, a bad movie, but especially not this one, where. These were really important movies. They still are to me, at least. Uh, this is the you know fictional character that has been the most meaningful in my life kind of period. This was like the biggest canvas he'd ever been written on mm-hmm. in my lifetime. And this was when people, people largely got it the way I got it when I right. was seven. And right. that was like so intense. So there's, so it can't just be a, bad or disappointing movie at that moment it it does get more personal mm-hmm. and i i wouldn't want those feelings to curdle into that type of like you know angry comic nerd energy that we you know are really really uncomfortable with in on this podcast but i get how that happens to people mm-hmm. i do yeah it's sad yeah 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 i mean you know, we're lucky enough to at least uh, have the wherewithal to 
when we're faced with moments like that in these movies, we we talk about them and we like try and figure out like what they were trying to go for yeah, and yeah. why it didn't work. Um, we're lucky that we're not the type of person who is just like just accepts it as bad and then just yeah. gets angry about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Um, so uh, I guess we're lucky in that respect, but it's just it's just it's frustrating. It, it, is, it, it is. It is. It is frustrating because this is a series that I care about a lot. And we will never get a real ending for it. And that sucks. No. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't know if I expected it to be this, uh, like dwelling in that. Yeah. To, to, to feel the way it does. Um, yeah. my, uh, my, my friend Trevor has said before, like, um, trying to get out of the space of the, uh, would it be so hard to, you know, like when people are criticizing a movie and they say, would it really have been so hard to like blank to X do it better? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it would be. It was really hard to make movies. Yeah. And, and and it's it's already really hard to make them the way they do. Yeah. And to have empathy for the process of, you know, trying to wrangle any project of this size and scale under the constraints that they have. Right. Uh, I, I feel for the people that made this movie. I'm, I'm never, I'm trying at least to never be in that space of like, mm-hmm. God, you idiots, why don't you just make it good? Yeah, I mean, and, and that's like, that's the thing of like, that's, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, throughout this whole movie, I've been pitching fix after fix after yeah, fix. Yeah, yeah. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Right, right. Knowing how tricky it was and how these things are to get, it's, that's a, it's always been couched in the, uh, the, the, um, the framing of, man, if they just had some more time to, to, fix this script yeah. or they weren't rushing towards this release date or right. XYZ. It's not like we don't it's think they were saying, capable of These it. guys are bad at making movies and they no. suck and what idiots. Yeah. No. 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 It was just that this this got a little unwieldy on them yeah. and yeah. they thought they could handle it because of how well they handled Spider-Man 2. Man, it, flying by the seat of their pants worked crazy good, you know, paid great dividends last time, you know? Right. Uh, but, but, the, but the difference is that Spider-Man 2 had a core story concept yeah that was solid 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 foundation and meaningful meaningful solid foundation Mm -hmm. that could basically take any scene that they had to like make by the seat of their pants Mm -hmm. work because they would just go well how does that feed into this how does it tie back into right yeah to spider-man no more that arc yep how do we feed into that Mm mm-hmm being Spider-Man's hard. How do we feed into that? That's and that's easy. Yeah. That's an easy thing to do. This one was way more complicated. Yeah. And there wasn't I think what he needed mm-hmm. was like Spider-Man no more. I think Sam needed to read a bunch of Spider-Man comics mm-hmm. until he found one that had the the resonance the, the resi- yeah. the resonance theme, the thematics that he wanted. Yeah. Not just create one himself yeah so that they had something as a baseline to build off of he needed that foundation again so that they could drive by the seat of their pants because they could always just go back to okay but what about this thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how does that work for this where's our north star here yeah yeah Yeah, they need a north star yeah because i don't think I, i think that the first one had one but i don't think it was as strong as they thought it was because i think they lost it a few times the first one yeah yeah and also you get you know 
not bonus points, but it's it's slightly easier mode telling the origin story. Sure, right. Yeah. That, but that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like okay, with great power comes great responsibility. That's the theme of the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty obvious to do with that. Mm-hmm. But it, you're not you're you're using that, but you're not. You're using that as the foundation, but not everything was built exactly the way you would want it to be built from right, off right, of that. Right. Like the goblin stuff, you could have made the goblin stuff stronger to be the reverse of great power, great responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To really like hone down that that's what the theme is. It's like this is what Peter Parker could be if mm-hmm. he wasn't Peter Parker, mm-hmm. if he didn't have Uncle Ben. You could have done that and it could have been probably an even stronger movie than I already think that it probably is. Yeah. Um. Spider-Man 2, the it's hard being Spider-Man. <laughs> that's easy. Yeah. That's yeah. that's 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 so like everything was built off of that foundation. Yeah. And then this one was like forgiveness and choices and also other things. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. It is a mess. And like and the the corner they painted themselves into with revealing the Harry stuff early right. in the last one that like Yes, yeah, Spider-Man 2 is better than this movie. But I think it's easier to make Spider-Man 2 good than it is to make this movie good. I think this is a much harder, yeah, yeah. much much more difficult task on their plate. Well, and, and I think that it's only because they didn't choose the right foundation. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and yes, the studio was like, you can't just do a Goblin movie. You need other, you need new characters because we got to mm-hmm. sell toys. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, you know, it, it, it makes things tricky yeah. um, because- the foundation just isn't there. And like, it, I, I feel like the whole third act of this movie is just like a, an allegory for making the movie itself. <laughs> yeah. You know? Kind of. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's no. a real Sandy foundation. Oh, this, hey. <laughs> oh, these monsters of my own making have spun out of control. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a weird one. It's a yeah. weird feeling. Uh, a, a strange. It feels, it feels sad because I I feel like we can't even really celebrate that we're at the end of this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean we've got one more episode tomorrow. We've got mm-hmm. our big like uh, ending season yes. season finale, but um yeah, it just feels. Ugh. Yeah, I I I hope that this whole journey has been uh, educational and interesting the way it has been for us, just yeah. in terms of like how do these movies end up the way they are, right? And um. That's always, I think, going to be, uh, you know, meaningful and helpful and interesting. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just it's just sadder when this is what they end up being. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, all right. And then we're going to we'll have. Uh, so like tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, we're going to do all the credits in one episode. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about uh, lots of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, including what happened with Spider-Man 4 and uh, 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 some other things. So. um yeah, that's uh, and then that'll be our finale and emails. We have some emails to talk mm-hmm. about and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, um, so yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to really uh, wrap up this season of the show and the Raimi era. Yeah, of the podcast uh, tomorrow with minute uh, one thirty-five. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.